to the Electronic Gaming Mostly Podcast. We're back. What do you want to talk about? All right, we're back. <laughs> and we'll see you next time on Electronic Gaming All right. <laughs> it never gets old. <laughs> so, yeah, we missed last week because uh, reasons. We started doing Dungeons and Dragons. So that's cool. Two two episodes in. That'll be up on YouTube. Go go check it out. Gambler over here and like, oh, this one definitely won't take eight hours. Meanwhile, eight hours later. Well, I mean it was to be fair, it was one fucking dungeon and a boss. You oh, I don't mind. Time. That's fine. There's nothing wrong with that. No, I can understand. Monty's gotta Learn his uh, his class a little bit. I think Monty. Your wife has no excuse. Like, uh, I think two hours of it was Monty sitting there that one time looking up his abilities. No, it and your wife. (laughs) Fifteen minutes at most with both times combined. It's funny though because we'd just be standing there. I'd be waiting for. Your wife to do something like ask her a question, and like five minutes later. So what do you want to do? Oh, it's me. Uh, there's no turns. We're just doing things. <laughs> you got to learn. You got to learn her, gambler. Get learned, boy. So uh, what do you what do you think about D and D so far, Monty? Give us your honest opinion. Uh, it's very time consuming. Well, yeah, Thing, it's very slow. I can see why video games were made. <laughs> what if I didn't have to describe all this shit and we could just? Well, I mean, that's <laughs> why video games. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's obviously. The well, if you if game. you want if you want D and D in video game form, the closest thing is probably Divinity Original Sin Two. Baldur's and Gate. Baldur's Gate's coming out, made by the same people. But the cool thing about Divinity Original Sin 2 is you can actually go in there and make a campaign. So, like, Gabler ever gets bored of sitting there waiting for you to make your move, he can make the campaign and play the campaign, too, I guess, right? Because they don't... It's a little more... It's it's not as uh, detailed as... Oh, yeah, it's not. But, I mean, you wouldn't, wouldn't really need a DM, right? You don't really need someone sitting there. I don't know. Maybe we should look into that. Well, the problem is it's with their content. Well, I'm sure there's mods and all kinds of fucking shit you can do. And they they also they took the money. I I just I build stuff with like modular pieces. You know. Well, they also um, took a lot of the more popular mods and just made them baseline in the game, like more action points. More uh, like everyone has that talk to animals thing. You don't have to actually pick it. I've never ripped ass and sneezed before. That was a first. God damn it. <laughs> Are you insulting me? Uh, I, I just I was just saying, like, I don't know. For a second there, I thought I was going to die. Did your eye pop out of the oh, socket? Thought I was going to blow an O-ring or something. What the hell is happening to me? I feel like I might be dying. 
Anyway, Monty, go on. Yeah. Well, this is a podcast. You got to talk about things with us. Yeah. Talk sure. about them. What, do you, what do you want me to go on about? Let's talk about your girlfriend and her giant teen. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you know, they're soft and stuff. They feel the like bags of, <laughs> bags of sand. Bags of sand. My girlfriend is 100% real. I assure <laughs> real. you. I have a date with a real woman. It's really not, not the best. <laughs> Uh, so what we saw on D and D. Whatever you want to talk about, man. There's not a whole lot of video game related content other than going well, into we, the minutia D and D thing. Uh, minutia of what like, we're doing uh, with Call of Duty. Duty. Go on. <laughs> we should have planned <laughs> this better. With uh, the big thing with D and D. Um, is that uh, it, it can take a long amount of time. And, you know, Monty, with your whole I and your cam why they made video games, honestly, that's a bit insulting. See it like that, okay? Not a... That's fucking... a bit insulting, and let me tell you why, well, I mean, okay? As far as, I'm not saying that Video games are superior because, you know, they tell stories better. Well, I mean, sure, if they have good cutscenes, but you know, I'm what I'm saying is, as far as time goes, you know, to do what we did in D and D in a video game would take an hour, maybe. Maybe, yeah. So I'm just saying, as far as time now, and now suddenly you're going to be sitting there demanding more content. Yeah, and the developer's a piece of shit. So I mean, why, why would he do it? For well, him? also, if there ever comes a time where we need to travel very far, that'll take about four seconds. Four seconds. <laughs> it's the it's the little things that take a long time. Well, most D and D campaigns play out completely different than the one we're doing. And what I mean by that is, most D and D campaigns are a lot of talking. It's a lot of the DM saying basically pretend that you're in a building and like that's how a lot of dnd there's not a lot of oh, yeah. uh well that's the, the thing. whole I, the whole visualization noticed, of role play sorry I go ahead say, i noticed that um roll 20 that website really streamlines a lot of it i could just only imagine sitting through well also actual, like, all, all the stuff where we're like walking through hallways and all that most of the time that would just be the dm going all right, right, and you continue on. Well, and then I, he says yeah. the next thing that happens. Like so, there's a little bit more in Roll Twenty that you probably well, Roll don't Twenty get. is supposed to take the place of a battle tabletop situation. When you play regular D and D, you would have a tabletop set up, and uh, you'd have everybody would have like a token that represents their character. But a lot of times, the, you wouldn't have like the well, hallways the that connect that I, the rooms. You know. I remember well, it would just be up. battle maps is what you would be getting on a normal tabletop situation. You'd be dealing with just battle maps. So whenever it's time to do a battle is when everybody would break out their pieces and the DM would set up a, you know, a preset 
or, or you know, sometimes modular system of uh, little, almost like board game pieces, and everybody would put their token on there, and initiative would be rolled and stuff like that. And certainly that w- goes a little bit faster than what we do, uh, because a lot of that has to do with the ability of the DM to just... I mean, obviously, it's a lot faster to be able to place things with your hands. But there's a lot of things that he couldn't do that I would be able to do with, like, the the fight we did earlier. Not earlier, but yesterday. Uh, with the, the big hands and all that shit, you know. And that kind of thing would be a lot of, like, oh, you see a big hand and it opens and closes and it attacks like this and it do this and that and you putting white gloves on and just here's the to- here's the token yeah here's the token Rain. and this is how it do yeah i remember uh my dad growing up he would he had like hundreds of these pewter statues that he would paint pewter right, statues yeah pewter pewter like penis Peter, God damn it. Uh, but yeah, that has penis statue. That's cool, man. I don't I'm recall judging. ever hearing about him actually playing. My mom would say that you know, Dad loved D and D, but I never actually saw him play a single game growing up. He had a shit. Well, ton of you know, your kids tend to sap away all the fun that you get to have in your life. <laughs> Maybe. So, yeah. Uh, but with Roll20, it's supposed to take that place of the battle map, and everything else is supposed to be just sitting there talking about it and shit. Um, but I don't like that. That's lame. Not that I can't do it. I certainly can, but it, I don't know. To me, personally, it's boring to watch. Like, I, I, somebody that subscribed to ItMeJP, I don't watch any of his roleplay content, which is weird because that's probably 80% of his content. I just can't. I can't enjoy. How do you stop doesn't doing that? Work for me. Yeah. Well, I think he's working on picking it back up and some stuff to some degree. I don't know. Seems like they had a falling out with their uh, DM or something like that. So he's just in an area. Yeah. Where was it Neil Koibu Erickson? That fucking twat? no. It was the other. It was the long-haired loser. Oh, Stephen Lumpkin. Stephen Blumpkin. Steven Libtard. He was the one I liked. I thought he was actually a pretty good DM. Yeah, well, sure, he's good as a DM, but as a person? (laughs) Well, he was a developer on Planet Side, too, and I know that because he never fucking shuts up about it. At least this is years ago. I haven't watched that shit in years. I mean, Planet Side 2 was fucking trash. A developer. Keyword A. Uh. Yeah. Like, you know how many people go into developing AAA games? And that was a triple A no. game, right? Eh, maybe double A. Yeah. If that's I mean, even a thing. Was, I'm I'm making that a term now. Dice or something. Didn't they use uh, a, Battlefield a, Engine? For that? Good, uh, it was a decent game. I never uh, played it. Horribly optimized. Horribly. 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 Horrible. Terrible. 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 No. So, I mean, I'm liking the D&D thing. It's hard for me to stay in character 
or I shouldn't even say stay in character. It's hard to do things that my character would do, period. It seems like it's just me ridiculing everyone else. I think it's fine. <laughs> Plays out really well, you know. I mean, you, you get I think things. I feel like I'm I should not... be the more stoic fucking death avenger, but instead I'm the, the asshole. I mean, my charisma is low, so I mean, that part kind of makes sense. It's way more entertaining that way, though. I don't know. Uh, it's you know, you get those moments where people do that. Some DMs are like super strict about that shit for some reason. Whatever. I keep trying to like oh, bring wow. my uh, wow. my affinity for for death and you know my fucking the Raven Queen into it, and no one seems to care. Everyone's like, yeah, whatever, Raven Queen. Yeah, well, I mean, I almost cared. I had to roll to see if I would. Uh, <laughs> that was great. How great would that have been if it was like you're a paladin, but after seeing that shit, <laughs> you're gonna fucking convert to the fucking Raven Queen. Well, guess I don't like my god. Monty's anymore. sitting there rolling really shitty, and I'm rolling like crit after crit, doing this shit, like throwing enemies right. down hallways and they explode. Yeah, I mean, uh, my rules are a little unconventional, but I think it's more fun that way. You know, a lot of people adhere strictly to the rules of D&D. Oh, you crit, so it's just double damage. That's no fun. I like the idea of you crit and something special happens. Rolling a natural 20. Well, I also have twice the uh, twice the chance to crit of everyone else most of the time. Yeah, I mean, there time, uh, I, think I mean, I got to roll two double I got to roll double ones to get a crit fail. Right? I think we made that realization. On Friday. Both you and, oh my God, speaking of crip failing, your wife, Gabbler. <laughs> Jesus. Monty has no legs left. She's right? great with that bow. She shoots me in the fucking legs. Professional, by the way. And she shoots two arrows every time, so. <laughs> she's like trying to fucking be all graceful and flip around and shit. And she's just like flopping around, barely escaping a fucking collapsing floor. <laughs> well. She's quite the nimble elf, I see. Quite <laughs> nimble. She did a pretty good job dodging that fire. That boss that we were supposed to, you know, coordinate on. We just yeah. brute force right through it. I mean, didn't she dodge it when she rolled like a five one time? She just has high evasion. Yeah, she's <laughs> reflex skills. Well, you know, you can always change your shit, Monty. You want to be a rogue or a monk. True. I mean, never get hit by anything. The thing, the thing is, like, um, she's a striker class, and her basic attack, her at will, shots two arrows, and it's that with her hunter's quarry can potentially do up to forty damage, around forty damage every turn. That's a lot of damage for you guys' level. A lot of damage. Most enemies at your level have around fifty health. Uh, depending on what type of enemy they are, and uh, she can just power through it. I mean, it's true that technically, um, Night Terror's character is a striker, but and you can see that in some of the abilities, but there's a bit of control there as well. Well, there has to be because my biggest benefit is I rolled double on attack rolls and I don't get that if there's an enemy next to my target. Hmm. 
So, I mean, you knowing that can just try to fuck me over. So I got to have something that can move enemies out of the way. So, um, and this is another rule of mine that I kind of play with is, uh, typically the way I'll handle enemies is a lot of D I see this a lot. A lot of dungeon masters will play the game. Like it's them versus the players. And, uh, I don't like that. You get a lot of DMS that just, it almost seems like they're, um, metagaming metagaming. Yeah. To where they'll go after a specific person or something with the knowledge of how much health they have or something like that. It's, it's this weird thing where I, I don't know if it's a subconscious thing where they start hitting up this idea in their head with like, yeah, I'm going to kill. <laughs> like, like, that's not the goal. The goal of the DM is to provide a playground for the players. Um, and well, the, the, the thing that can happen in these Dungeons and Dragons games, I've noticed, well, I haven't noticed personally, but, you know, I've concluded due to just human nature is due to the fact that there is a single dungeon master that, you know, they can get a little single-minded, whether it be intentional or not, you know. Right. It, it could even be by complete accident. It's just some subconscious thing that... Right, that's what I'm saying. Very, a subconscious yeah. system that where they, you know, their main goal is to win. Uh, which is a weird thing, in my opinion. Very weird yeah. Uh, but I see it. I've seen it. I've seen it before. I've played in games where the DM is like that, and it doesn't feel good because you feel like you're just getting your ass kicked. Because typically in Dungeons and Dragons, the encounters that are set for you are usually set a little too high of a level. It's a little too serious. A lot of the encounters in a standard D and D game are overtly complicated or difficult which is just lame there's nothing fun about that you know uh so that's not something that i like to necessarily do that's why a lot of my encounters will involve minions or something like that uh to create the the illusion of oh shit this is a lot of bad guys but it's ultimately handleable you know yeah you're gonna definitely take longer to because i throw regular enemies in there and that's the that's the trick right i can tell you that there's minions because you can't really metagame that you can't be like well this i'm just gonna basically that guy looks like a pussy probably a minion and next thing you know he's his health bar doesn't just go to zero you know throwing minions in minions typically are the same exact enemy i've just decided that their health is one now there are specific minion uh mobs and shit like that in the monster manual but i like to take your average enemy and just make its health one but um another thing with the going back to the idea of these people that are like uh trying to play to win against the players. That's to me, that's a, uh, I see it more as like, I'm trying to build an experience for people. You know, it's not a, 
I think you have to be a little selfless to some degree as a DM. And for, you know, the selfish aspect is for me, it's about the story. You know, I, I want this story that I'm kind of building to be experienced. So I still get that. But when it comes to combat, I don't give a fuck how quickly you guys dispatch a boss or an enemy. I like to put a lot of ways out of a situation or, or different. I don't mind different ways to be enemies, you know? Um, I mean, when we think back to the bypass the whole fucking boss fight. When we think about the, uh, the, the spider thing, um, you guys were killing there was a countdown timer that was going on the turn timer you know you know i like to adhere myself to rules uh just to prevent myself from falling into a trap of doing things that might seem a little unfair how close did we come to having to fight that fucking spider you were one turn away and uh, you know and the the monty blessing it thing was didn't really have a major impact on that because you guys just killed the the creature fast enough but i mean that creative kind of shit leads to a storytelling outcome where for the party you know monty was integral to stopping that from happening you know everybody saw it happen it's obviously one of those kind of things so, you know, but that was definitely, you know, I, I set a turn timer on the, ti- on the timer or on the turn list. And, uh, that was, the, that was kind of the goal of that was to pre- prevent me from cheesing you guys. And I have to do that stuff a lot. You know, a lot of times any loot that you get, uh, you know, a lot of DMS you'll go through dungeons and dragons games and it'll just be like, okay, here's a, you have various levels of these guys where some of them will go, okay, uh, go ahead and, you know, you don't really get any items after defeating enemies. You get experience points. And when you go into town, you can look at the fucking player's handbook and buy whatever you can afford. And that's why the prices are so steep on a lot of shit in there because it's designed to be a balancing factor to prevent you from being able to buy shit that's above your level. And of course, you're not supposed to be able to, you know, wield shit that's above your level, but that's, I just, I don't care about it. If you wield something that's got like a, if you're like level six and it's a level seven is the minimum amount of uh level, it's the lowest level for giving you an enhancement bonus. I I just say the properties apply, but you don't get the enhancement till you hit level seven. It's simple as that, you know, but the way the game wants to play it out is that, you know, you don't get to actually... Uh, you gotta fucking carry that shit around with you the whole fucking yeah, time. Yeah, you gotta. Yeah, you'd have Not to carry able it. To use it like the ring that Monty got. He wouldn't be able to use that ring in a standard D and D game. I mean, he would have never gotten it in the first place. Uh, and a lot of DMs they'll do like loot at the end of the game night, and they'll just roll for loot. They'll they'll roll out like a a number metric determining this item. Or sorry, this this number or this number applies to this one through twenty, whatever, based off a page index or something like that. Uh, and I find that to be la- there's nothing fun about that. It's kind of lazy too. There's a lot of lazy DMing where I like to put shit on the map and say, okay, 
here it is. If you can find it, you get it, you know. Well, no one wants to spend fucking two years being level nine. Well, that is a weird thing that does happen. I'm aware of that. Isn't isn't that ring like level 27 or some shit? Like, I will never be able to use that. (laughs) No, you can use it. Like I said, the, the, the level, I don't care about a level requirement. Oh, well, you when I got it, you're like, you won't be able to use this for a no, while. That's not what I said. She said it's above your caliber. Okay, well, I mean, my caliber hasn't risen. It was just much. a way for the, the character in the what game. What was the deal with the skull? Why was she being so stingy about the fucking skull? That was a wondrous item. Yeah. Wondrous. I'll be right back. Wondrous items are valuable as fuck. Right, but was she lying to me about it? It just seemed like she didn't want to tell me what it did. No, a rogue. I don't know why. She wanted. She didn't want to give you information for free, and you'd be like, "I'm going to keep this now. Thank you for the free information." She's, you know, I just have to approach it like I I would thinking about what somebody in that position would be like. You know, I mean, if you are selling information, and somebody's like, "Listen, you give me the information now, and then I'll." I'll uh, sell it to you for this price. That's like, are you going to trust that person's word that they're just telling the truth? You know, that's uh, kind of a, that's kind of how you Well, have to do could that, I have right? just used a magic discovery thing on it and save myself a whole lot of money? Yeah. All right. Well, good to know. <laughs> Should probably save those anyway for when we're out and about and I don't have to bring it back to town to ask somebody. Mm. Who knows how many of those I'm going to get. Um, did Monty go AFK? Yeah. Okay. Uh, I'll just figure out what to talk about. <laughs> um, I don't want to go too much in detail without him around, but um, yeah, the thing with her is that skull is highly valuable to rogue characters and while you guys aren't necessarily rogues there is a benefit to concealment in combat for everybody even a ranger specifically typically rangers have to go for a stealth build type situation um and that that way they can get combat advantage which increases their hit chance you know but rogues specifically have a lot of abilities that uh, do more damage if you're concealed at the start of the ability. Um, so that skull is highly valuable for that reason. All right. Well, I wasn't sure if she was fucking lying to me about it. It just seems like she wanted to buy it for quite a bit of money. And it was like, uh, it kind of does this thing that you don't really care about. Yeah. Turned out to be true. <laughs> um, that's just a leftover item from having a rogue in the party. And I figured it'd be kind of cool to make it be like oh, somebody took this skull and this wondrous item, you know, dark skull and just painted gold over it, used it for that. So that's kind of where I was going with on that one. <laughs> it wasn't even real gold. 
<laughs> no. It wasn't even real gold. But the value still stands, you know, so. Um, <laughs> but you, you know, what can you do? I mean, I think I made out okay. Yeah, I mean, wasn't really too yeah. worried about getting maximum value. I just wanted to get it out of my fucking inventory. I, I thought for sure that, like, there was going to be other secrets and shit where I needed to use that skull or, like, all those fucking chests would all of a sudden have treasure in them if I had left the skull on the thing. <laughs> You're like, no, he's going to be greedy and take the fucking skull. No. <laughs> this son of a bitch took the skull. This greedy son of a bitch. I mean, how long did it take those guys to realize they were trapped in that room? Uh, quite a bit. They were really concerned with uh, the gold. <laughs> a lot of fucking gold. It, it was a lot of gold. That was pretty funny, though. Monty had to conjure that fucking forklift thing. Mm. <laughs> worry about that during a boss fight. <laughs> Get away from my gold. <laughs> Get away from my gold. Uh, I mean, that's the that's the interesting part of that is when you're in an encounter and you're trying to move and you have to spend a move turn to move something like that. Definitely makes it more interesting. How long is Monty going to be gone? I mean, Jesus. I'm not editing. I'm not editing this shit. I'm just, hello, darkness. <laughs> See, they're redoing Anthem. They're coming out with Anthem 2.0. They're going to redo. Yeah, I, mean, I hope it's system. good. God, I want that game to be good. It's so fun. It just needs more work. The yeah, guns well, need to be better. Um, I don't know. That's one of the reasons why I played a storm, uh, the, the storm suit, because and played more of like a caster build because I I can't fucking stand. Well, the problem is they were they took so long to just figure out their fucking loot system for some reason. And it's by also the one of those games where it takes a full fucking magazine to kill a regular enemy. I just don't like I don't get it, man. After their player base started to die, you think they'd be like, "All right, we'll put the fucking loot back." But they didn't. Well, they had more problems than just loot. Yeah, Hopefully but that was a big part of it. What are we talking about? Anthem. Oh. My AK went up four levels right there, by the way. Just just letting you know. Cool. That's like eight real kills. No, it's not. It's really not. It is, though. It's really not. And it slows down the higher your level gets. That's fine. I just want some shit I can put on it. All right, so anyway, back to D&D. How'd you feel when I trapped you in that room, Monty, with your gold? Bury me with my money. <laughs> it was funny. It was funny. I got I to gotta watch it back. I wasn't sure how the sound effects would, <laughs> would sound. Did it sound like I was behind the wall? <laughs> That's what I was going for. That's what I was going for, in case you don't know. 
Get you and pick up on that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm definitely going for that. All right, cool. <laughs> cool story. Mm-hmm. It, was, it was good. I was like, uh, our <laughs> how, do, money? how do we get in? <laughs> <laughs> our money? <laughs> Shit. Well, here I go. <laughs> Oh, then I decided to be a prick about it. And I'm like, well, I could just leave it here. Take my disc and leave. Take my disc. At least I'll have my dignity. My dignity. (laughs) Am I doing this right? I don't know. Dignity. (laughs) Did you expect us to actually get all that shit? Well, I suppose. I should have had a bag of holding at that time. Yeah. Should have had a bag of holding. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. Uh, well, you know, the thing with something like that is um, while you aren't, weren't necessarily meant to be able to pick it all up, even with a bag of hold. I mean, a bag of holding could have held a lot of it, but not all of it. Um, well, it might have been able to hold all of it, actually. Yeah, um, it, it holds 10,000 gold. I mean, that's just one of those things that I'm talking about where I like to set up these things that you might not even find. I mean, it's, you know, you have a gold skull sitting in a room that you had to hop over a hole to get into, or by the way, press against the wall and kind of ledge walk it or something like that. Like those, you know, there's a golden skull there and it's made out of gold. So you know, not everybody's going to take that, pick it up, walk with it, go to a room and see this thing that, and even be told that there's a thing sitting there that has a little receptacle. It looks like something sits on top of it and go the skull, you know, you'd be surprised how many people just miss stuff like that. And then before you, next well, thing you, you know, also you know, told me, cause I, I rolled a crit on, you know, learning about it through osmosis and the Raven queen. I don't think that, no, you didn't roll on that. That's not I something did. that was rolled on, I'm pretty sure. I rolled on it. Oh, well, the skull. You rolled on the skull, and this, the Raven Queen told you that it's valuable to you. Like, it's valuable to you. Yeah, and I think she told me about the little notch in the bottom, too. No, that was from just you looking. You decided to look in. And that's another thing. It's a golden skull. You decided as a player, okay. I want to look on the inside of this thing. That's what you said. You assumed it to be a real skull. You turn it upside down and find out it's not a real skull, but it's got an imprint on the bottom of it. It looks like an inch deep circular imprint. And th- those are the kind of things where uh, how what how many players wouldn't have done that, you know, and would have never made the connection with that dais sitting sitting there that that's where the golden skull goes. Those are the kind of things I like putting in the game. You know, I get these little ideas like, oh, that would be pretty fucking cool. That'd be cool if I put like a, typically I like to do like, uh, oh, you find the place where you got to put the thing and then you go somewhere else and find the key and you go, oh, I bet this goes to this place. But this was one of those times where I was like, what if they find the key first and it's not very obvious what it is, but you know, you were interested in it and looked into it a little deeper than you did and 
It's a golden you, skull. How could I not for me? Well, I mean, how many people aren't? A lot of people pick that up thinking it's just treasure that can be sold. It's a golden skull. Not everybody's going to look under it. You specifically well, looked under. The yeah, skull. but still, if I had picked up like, oh, it's a it's a silver bunny rabbit, I probably just would have been like, I'm going to melt this down. I'm going to melt this down and then mold it into a silver skull because. You know, <laughs> Well, yeah, whatever. I'm just the 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 point I'm making is that you know that room was set up like that, predetermined. Everything there, the skull was designed to go there. You know, if you were to see from my perspective, the GM layer had the skull sitting on top of the thing, so I could just right click it and take it to token layer, and it looks like boom, it's just there. You know, I don't have to like move it somewhere or something like that. The one that you picked up off the thing just gets deleted off the map. That kind of shit, and. You know, even uh, not to toot my own horn, but here I go. <laughs> even like the taking the skull and putting it on there and then picking it back up, you know, those kind of things are like, I'll just leave this skull off the map where they can't see it so that in case he wants to <laughs> fuck around with it or something. Yeah, you know, something like that. And then there's the prospect of not everybody would pick the skull back up. They think that's the purpose of it that's the whole purpose of the skull is it's a key but you know no i'm gonna keep this skull that was your mentality some people you'd be surprised not everybody's gonna go i'm gonna keep that skull they'll think let's get rid of it and it turns out it's a wondrous item yeah well it turns out it's uh it weighs two pounds and it's worth five thousand gold so well, well two thousand <laughs> well i i took a loss yeah but not really you didn't. You didn't take any loss. It was all profit. I mean, I well, yeah, but I mean, I could have not paid seven hundred and fifty gold to figure out what it was and just sold it for five thousand. Yeah, when she said five thousand, you could have just done that. That's how things go, right? Yeah. Well, she's a cunt. Well, sometimes you inquire. Oh, she's a lodron. Sometimes you inquire about certain information, and things go that way. That's just how it is. You know, you're going to deal with different groups of people, and it's just gonna. That's how it's going to be. Um. Sometimes you I think that's burn. racist. I think you're making broad generalizations. Yeah, it well. is racist. <laughs> and that's the point. <laughs> Sorry, I hate dwarves. <laughs> you could do it. Yeah. I mean, you see how the fucking dwarves are, Monty. See where I'm coming from? They suck. Dwarves suck. Every game they're in, they say, look at Lord of the Rings, Gimli, fucking trash, The Hobbit, all those fucking dwarves being assholes, greedy assholes. Fucking Dragon Age, they're like the only race that can't use magic. They're stuck just making enchanted items because, hey, we're good with shiny shit because we mine them because we're dwarves and we suck. Shiny. World of Warcraft, I mean... Just look at him. My special power is I turn to stone. <laughs> Fucking lame. Dwarves are terrible. And that's something I'm going to carry over to my character because fuck dwarves. Hey, however you want to play it, you know? However you play it is your way. That's the thing about D&D. That's why D&D is still 
useful. And, you know, I'm really hoping that we can get some, I'm really, what I'm looking forward to when it comes to the human race and our technological uh, expenditures is, uh, you know, when you, when you think about VR, you, people would think like, oh man, D and D and VR would be great. Problem is you still have to build it. But when we start talking about things like Neuralink, I don't know if you know what I'm talking about. Neuralink is this, uh, you know, right now they can already put a chip in your head. They can open up your skull and attach this little uh, half inch by half inch chip to the surface of your skull. And this allows people that don't have limbs or are paraplegic to uh, control a, uh, an, a an artificial limb with their thoughts. Uh pretty cool stuff but they got to have this big fucking you know size of a fucking phone booth thing sticking out of their head and uh i don't know it's just it's not that appeasing but you know elon musk so comes what along you're and saying is you'd like to see this technology that was developed to help people in a tragic situation where they've lost their limbs and use it to play Dungeons and Dragons. Well, that's typically how it goes, right? Uh, you cold-hearted you... bastard. <laughs> well, typically when you are looking at uh, technological gains, it's usually because uh, someone needs it. You know, it's a requirement for some people. Uh, but, I mean... It's kind of like the Deus Ex thing, Human Revolution, right? Not the original, but Human Revolution specifically with the whole ideal of uh, some people being modified and some people not. Uh, That's a very realistic situation, in my opinion. You know, you have artificial limbs being made for people that need it, and then eventually the price drops, and the people who are making the artificial limbs have no clients anymore. It's a capitalism thing. They're like, well, shit, everybody that, you know, we we don't have... We have this demand originally for people that need it because there's a lot of people that need it. And now we're at this point where people, there's not enough people to meet the demand. There's not a high demand anymore. So we either scale back and just take the loss or we do what anybody else would do in a capitalist country and that's try to profit off of it. So we start selling it to people. Hey, look at this. You cut your fucking arms off and now you can you know, your arms don't get tired anymore. You know, what's what's one of the biggest problems with the human arm? Well, you hold it up for too long, it starts to hurt, right? It's not good. It's not that great. (laughs) It's not that great. Imagine playing video games with bionic arms. You're fucking Well, not only that, but you think about, like, Ghost in the Shell. Ghost in the Shell, they have these, uh, like, um, the the robots that do all of their, like, uh, computer work. And they have these artificial limbs because they're robots, obviously, but they have these artificial limbs and obviously. on the tips, their fingers, their fingers open up and these little fucking wiry things come out. And they're basically their their 10 fingers become basically like 20, 20 fingers. And now they're typing at much faster speeds and all this shit. That is that is absolutely something that you can imagine. Not only that, but think about sports. You think about uh, sports ball. Yeah. All these I try not that, to, but sure. Well, I mean, think about how it's going to impact certain sports. You're going to have people that, hey, look at this. You can, you know, bionic fucking, you can 
replace your legs and run faster and harder. And some people will be against it at first, but how much more entertaining would that be? Like right now, it's just. I ever show you the video of the that's like a parody of the MMA fighter with metal alloy for his hands? Yeah, I've seen that one. <laughs> Fuck it, just like cracks that guy's skull open in one punch. People, well, that's the thing. Like right now. <laughs> I get that a lot of people think like, oh, pushing beyond the human ability is impressive and that's what's cool about sports. But I just, I think that's not as, personally, I don't think that's as entertaining as just a clash of, I don't know how what you'd call it, but I, I personally think it would be way more enjoyable to watch bionic people with fucking limbs that they don't grow tired doing that kind of shit. That's way more entertaining to me. Yeah, you can uh, have uh, you know sports teams sign deals. Be like, yeah, we'll use these fucking bionic arms and get people to be like, man, I want some fucking bionic arms because who doesn't want bionic arms? So once they once they perfect this uh, chip process, which you know Elon Musk came out with Neuralink. Neuralink is one of the big problems is when they put these chips in your head, they're rigid. So anytime your brain moves around, if this thing like right now. It's not, it's in paraplegic people who aren't doing a lot of movement. But you put this in a regular human who's going out and doing things, the brain will slosh around in the head at times, especially with like if you're in a car and somebody hit, you know, you're going to a yellow, a light and it turns yellow and your uh, significant other for some reason decides that they need to hit the brakes a little harder than they should. Uh, congratulations. You've now, you now have a brain bleed because your chip has, you know, your your brain slid, but your is this what hit. happened to you? You have a brain bleed because you're a wife. No, I'm just saying that <laughs> this is the kind of thing that Neuralink talks about. Um, any kind of sudden movements like that, and it doesn't move with your brain because it's 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 kind of in a position with an external uh, jack in kind of thing. Uh, but Neuralink was is this uh, system where they use threads. They've come up with these thinner-than-hair threads. And this this isn't like theoretical shit. This is shit that they've made, and they, you know, they've, they're going through trials and shit like that. But it, it uses, instead of using the rigid, you know, when you think of a chip, they get the rigid connectors on it, the little spiky rigid connectors. These it, sure. This replaces those and instead uses uh, these thinner than hair threads and uh when your brain moves they move with it that's the whole point of it um they're about the, they're like the size of a neuron basically these threads and uh they put them in and you're good to go and you know Elon Musk talks about the potential of this technology is being able to just download archive information you know, I think the limitation to the human brain is like 300 lifetimes of data or something like that. But, you know, it's not, you know, people think about like, why would you, if, why there's not? There's a limitation. There's a limitation. Like, yeah, but you're not, what's the point of downloading information that you don't fucking need? That's just not a thing you're going to do. You know, it's you're less of a limitation than you just are naturally born with, you know? Right. Uh, but not only that, like you can download it instantly. You could download entire bits of information. And you too can know Kung Fu. Oh, whatever. 
<laughs> yeah, that exactly. But I mean, uh, but uh, why, why that, not? That's a large process of it. Um, a large process is is it getting started like that and uh, becoming a consumer product. And what I'm excited about is Neuralink for video game. Um, because another one of the features of Neuralink, or just chips in the head in general, is uh, instant communication between people and connectability. Like, you'll be able to connect to the internet with it. Um, but anything that can interface with the brain can access different aspects of it. If you can access memory and download data, then you can access the dream center of the brain. The, the part of our brain that allows for imagination and things like that. And you can basically run VR without any headsets or anything like that. Right. You're, you're talking about a situation where you're, you're now not only connected to other people and the internet, but you're also going through this process of playing video games in your imagination. Yeah. And it it would be cool if it were like Inception where it's like, man, it feels like I've been playing video games for 12 hours. Now it's been 10 minutes. Right. It it would, it's, I think it would, would be exactly like that because nobody would want to risk people starving to death and shit. Yeah, you'd have to have like a notification to let you know when you're hungry because you wouldn't be able to tell unless it told you. Right. Great way to lose weight. So, uh, but <laughs> imagine D&D in that situation. How'd you where... lose weight? Well, I played, uh, you know, fucking D&D Simulator 3000 for well, what in a seemed like 100 like that, years. Now, now you're in a situation where you can instantaneously, just like Inception, the person that's in charge of the dream, can just straight up build their world with their own imagination. You know, now it's now you're building D and D on a level that is way more interesting to me. That's what I'm excited about when it comes to things like that. I mean, a lot more stuff with Neuralink specifically, but that wouldn't be great if we could stop fighting over the fucking skin tone that you have and get to work on cool shit like this. Yeah. Who cares what your skin tone is when you're in fucking when when life is basically, you know, ready player one. Like your skin tone doesn't mean shit anymore. Literally. Literally. You hear that, humanity? Stop fighting over stupid shit. You want spaceships? You want bionic arms. You want to live forever in a digital world. You want to play D&D like it's real life. You want to beat Neo. Then shut the fuck up. <laughs> yeah, really. It's true. God, there's... I mean, we still judge people based on how they look when they have shitty transmogs. I mean, it's all... But at least it'll it. be your choice, you know? Humans judge other humans. It's just a reality. It's never going to stop. It's just the way humans operate. Man, look at politics. As politics is Prime one example. Is one giant judgment. 
What else you got? I mean, that's all I got. <clears throat> the end. Well, uh, politics, I got something that I'm a little upset about. The uh, apparently, early. I'm sorry. Uh, we will get back to your the uh, scheduled broadcasting of video games after this message from Monty. Uh, I was just gonna say it's kind of bullshit because I heard that they're gonna cancel uh, the uh, Twin Tower tribute on nine yeah. eleven. Or they did, I should say. Yeah, well, that's getting canceled, but protests are totally fine. I'm rolling up. What are you, fucking loser? It's stupid. The, the motto was never forget. Listen, yeah. the establishment is very concerned about you being able to protest against the establishment. So they're definitely doing it for your interests and not theirs. I don't know. I just, I just don't like understand how there are so many fucking tools. That's what I don't get is the amount of tools that just think, oh, yeah, the, the government, like, we're protesting the establishment. And then the establishment is like, yeah, do it. And yeah. they're like, like, hello, wake the fuck up. The people that you're fucking, the establishment is cheering you on. Are you fucking, how stupid can you be? It's like, it's like being, it's like if fucking tomorrow, all of the, uh, imagine if tomorrow, all of the farmers and, and like, uh, meat processing facilities on the planet was like, we support PETA and their goals. Like, what? Go ahead. Burn it all down. You know, like something's up at that point, man. It's fucking dumb. Dismantle or dismantle America thing. Well, it's not. It's not going to happen. You can tell because DNC is now distancing itself from the far left, not letting. Is it? Well, they're at least they're making it kind of look like they are. I guess. I mean, Joe Biden picked Kamala Harris because they only fucking. Well, no, they're not. They're giving AOC sixty seconds of time to speak. They're not letting Andrew Yang speak. They're not letting. Well, that's uh, just because they're racist. Cenk Iger from the Young Turks go to the DNC. He didn't get his press pass. Uger. He bitched about it. So yeah, uh, I mean that's definitely a thing. But like, uh, did they just finally realize? Like, all right, guys, we're definitely well, not going to no, win by doing this. It's not a realization. It's what they've been doing all along is using these idiots. That's what they've been doing. Right, but you would think that if it was working, they would continue using them. But now you got Al Sharpton coming out saying how we can't defund the police. Uh, They did this this the last time. Right now, it's like, oh, yeah, my dudes. Uh, We're going to distance ourselves from you. But as soon as an election comes around, oh, we'll just say what you want us to say. Okay, now go away. Now that we're now the election year is over, go away, please. Nothing to see here. It's con- it's consistent as fuck, man. All right, so I also saw this thing on on Facebook, and uh, I don't know how true it is, but it says breaking news: Bangladesh Bank just blocked credit, debit, and prepaid card purchase slash transactions on various video game websites like Steam. Origin, Blizzard, and many other third-party video game websites. 
According to them, this order came from Bangladesh Bank itself because they think these sites are gambling slash cryptocurrency websites, LOL. What kind of fucktards are running this country who can't distinguish video game websites from gambling websites? Well, Those this of us is who, what you wait, want. Wait, you wait. <laughs> Those of us who have credit, debit, prepaid cards originated in Bangladesh were basically fucked. We need to call this shit out to all our respective banks and tell them that these are not gambling websites, but legitimate software slash video game websites. Didn't we say this? Didn't this we say this would happen? When you allow government to overstep into shit, listen, the problem with government isn't that I get the idea. Well, it is the people because it's people, it's representatives. Now, the problem with government is they're always too big, okay? It'd be one thing if it was a small group of people, which, again, is pretty close to tyrannical, so you don't want that. But then once you start getting into the territory of in order to move away from tyranny in a government, typically you want as many representatives as possible to check and balance people. Problem with that is when you start giving, now you can't give them as much power. You can't have both basically. Okay. You can have a dictator or a monarchy that pretty much just, you know, maybe does all the things that you want them to do or you're happy with. But there, of course, that means a lot of other people aren't going to be happy. But here's the thing. When you try to increase the number of representatives, the purpose of that is to limit the power of the government through, rep, through multiple representatives so that a small group of people don't have power. But once you start to give the overall government power, what you're going to start having are these small groups of people that are in that group that have these stupid ideas that the rest of them don't care about. Like it's, video games is a great example. How many representatives in Congress do you think give a fuck about video games? How many do you think play video games? How many do you think understand Zero. the gaming community? How many of you them do you think are going to be concerned when some kind of legislation crosses their desk that has to do with banning video games or violence in video games? The only reason why... You know, you look back on history and the government has always been trying to limit video games for two reasons. The first reason is because there's a lot of useful idiots in government that believe, truly believe that violence stems from things other than mental health or upbringing, like video games. There are people out there that believe that video games are like, a, it's like, it's the same people that think marijuana is a gateway drug. If you take marijuana... You're going to start doing harder drugs. These people believe, surely there are people out there lying about that. But the majority of people are just stupid. They, they really believe that. And the same goes with video games. The only reason why video games have not been legislated against for this purpose is because every time something has come across the table about video games like that, the internet community, and you're welcome, by the way, uh, the internet community from way back in the early 2000s fought against it they called their representatives they wrote to their representatives because every video gamer said this is happening so all it took was a couple of people going look what's happening and the entire video game community on the internet went no nah, we're not letting that happen so they started so then these idiot fucking uh government officials they start getting these emails and things from their constituents and they're like oh well, shit Maybe I shouldn't sign off on this. It seems like a lot of the people think this is a bad idea. 
Seems like we don't know what the fuck we're doing. And by the way, I'm not going to make this a left versus right thing. Okay. But, uh, the, there's a certain group of people in, uh, on the, uh, the, the spectrum of, uh, of politics that, uh, specifically wants less government so i'll just keep that like that <laughs> okay uh i i don't understand so a lot of times you'll write to these guys and if you're writing to certain groups of people certain certain types of politicians and they're like well yeah that definitely seems like government overreach which is against my core beliefs you know unfortunately a lot of times you can come out of that with changing the opinion and so far we've been quite successful uh, and they they tried to do it again recently. Even Trump said some stupid shit about video games. And that's because he doesn't play video games, okay? it's th- Trump is one of these guys that has a, is surrounded by a bunch of people that are smart. And they say things, and he's like, well, you're smart, and I trust you, so I'll take that. I'll take your word. Well, he did the same thing with vaping. He said some stupid shit about vaping. He actually had to sit down with a bunch of lobbyists and shit. And it's funny because they're all honey-dicking him. They're all like... Well, Mr. President, I agree with with what you originally said when you didn't know what the fuck you were talking about. That's the part I agree with. And he's just sitting there like, yeah, okay. You can see the like the glazed over look in his eyes. Like he just yeah, it doesn't it doesn't concern him. Like it's not a giant issue for him. Yeah, but still, it's like people think he's really narcissistic and he probably is a little bit, but he's smart Everybody enough to realize when a whole room of people which ones are giving him information and which ones are just fucking putting, trying to put him in a fucking feedback loop he's of his own 70, shit. 70 something years old. He's been around the block. You know, anybody that's been alive for a while knows when they're being honey dick. So, seriously though, you should go watch this video. Not the whole thing. Just the part where they go around the room and give like their opening statements or whatever the fuck it's everyone who wants to ban vaping and saying, I agree with your genius position that you gave a week ago, even though you admitted you had no idea what the fuck you were talking about. And that's why we're having this meeting in the first place. I agree with that part where you didn't, you thought vaping was bad. That's the problem with politicians overall. You watch when Trump was, when Trump first became president and he's sitting down signing these executive orders, Paul Ryan, who just spent the entire month talking shit about him is sitting there happily smiling ear to ear as certain things that he's always wanted is getting fucking signed off on. They're all fucking backstabbing, snake in the grass pieces of shit. Now, maybe not every one of them, but the, generally, they are. And that's kind of the crux of the issue, is if you think these people give a damn about you, you're a useful idiot, okay? I'm sorry. That's just the way it is. These people do not... I don't care if they shook your hand in real life or some shit. It doesn't... It's all part they of the sniffed plan. sniffed your daughter. That's one of the reasons why I like Trump is at his core, he's a businessman, not a politician. Right, he's not a politician. And he doesn't care. He'll tell you if he thinks you're dumb. Well, it's always that. funny how they're like, he's a liar. It's like, what are you talking about? Like, this guy gets in trouble for telling the truth, not lying. He's got, he's got the opposite problem of what they, t- they say. Right. That he, he, has. Doesn't, he just says what he feels. He <laughs> <coughs> Excuse me. Um, and people also like no matter what side of the aisle you're on, like you got to recognize that every politician is still a human. I mean, as far as we know. So sometimes yeah. when they say shit, yeah, they make little 
incorrect statements or they say shit in the interest of brevity, you know, like they don't want to go into this whole fucking tirade about some shit that, you know, not the time or the place, whatever. But then, you know, <clears throat> people who want to spin that shit will take the words literally and hold it against you forever. And it happens all the time. It's not just Trump. It happens all the time. People just need to realize that, like, look, just because he said one thing and it wasn't necessarily true doesn't mean he was lying. He could have just been making a point and mentioned this other thing that had nothing to do with it or little mm-hmm. to do with it. Whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah. I get it. So when they're like, yeah, he has told 20,000 lies. It's like he said his his tie was blue, but it was really well, turquoise. Anybody that says shit like that anyways. That's just the most obvious. I've counted all of them. No, you haven't. Well, You're I just bring that up lies. because in his little press conference he had the other day, it was so funny. This fucking loser. Yeah. Do you regret all the lies that you've told the American people? Right. Uh, I'm sorry, yeah. who? What a piece of you. shit question to And what did I do? You lied. And then he's just like, next. <laughs> like, it doesn't even acknowledge him. And yeah, the look of defeat acknowledge. on this guy's face, like, oh. Oh, yeah, but of course. What did you expect? It tried to get spun like, ah, he got destroyed. Uh, why wouldn't he answer the question? Because <laughs> it's a right. fucking. This, this woman on Twitter was like, I, of course he doesn't answer the question. So I asked her, hey, how do you feel about being a cunt? <laughs> you know, one of those questions where if it's simple, uh, do you, uh, sorry, I actually, I asked her, do you feel bad about being a cunt? Simple yes or no question, answer it. <laughs> like, it's one of those questions we talk about. That's that's what that guy asked. That guy literally yeah. asked one of the questions we talk about where it's a double, it's a, it's a trick question. Do your parents know you're gay? Do your parent? Yeah. Do your parents know you're gay? If you say no, <laughs> it implies that you're gay. If you say yes, you're gay. I mean, there's no way out of it. It's designed to be. Not that there's anything wrong with that, but that you know that was a thing. One, you know, one of those stupid childish things you do to your friends in school. So parents know you're gay. Do you want to hurt donut? You know, shit like that. Here's a reporter who should be asking questions about issues and stuff and trying to get information to the American people. And instead, he wants to, what, flex on the president? Become a viral fucking video clip? I, I don't, what's, ask yourself, what's this dude's purpose? I mean, go back and listen to some of the older podcasts. We use almost this exact question as an example for the stupid shit that journalists say and ask. How do, you, how do you feel about the multiple times you committed treason? And probably What's should important. go to jail. How do you feel about that? Yeah. Like, what? What's I don't agree with the here? premise. Like, how am I supposed to answer that? Right. I don't agree with the premise. Bill Barr said that when they were questioning him, like, I don't agree with your premise. And they were really upset with that. I, I'm uh, reclaiming my time. Yeah. How do you feel <laughs> about the, do you regret the 20,000 lies you've told? Well, I, I'm reclaiming my time, but I need to thing. answer the question. No, you don't. You've already answered it. You've already the answered the question. I can tell by the look in your eyes, you've already answered it. The important thing with something like this is to ask a simple question. What does that guy gain from asking that question? What, like his purpose is a reporter. His purpose is to find out the truth for the American people. And where is the truth in that question? If, because it's a twofold situation. Okay. Firstly, if you're, if you hear that question and you're like, 
happy that somebody finally asked him that question. It's not, first of all, it's not an answerable question because you already are at the conclusion that he's a liar. So what are you seeking? Uh, Is he going to, is there any answer he could say to that that would make you change your mind about him? No, of course not. If he said like, well, I feel bad for it. Everybody on the left would be like, see, he knows he lies. Admission of guilt. Yeah. And then if he says, I, I don't, I don't feel anything about it. It's like, see, uh, he has no remorse. He's a psychopath. Or, I, don't, I don't think I don't agree with your premise. I don't think I'm lying at all. Uh, see, he, that's another lie. 21, 20,001. <laughs> <laughs> like what? Like there's just a fucking like doomsday that? clock type thing, but, but it's like a wall of here is, tally. Here is this guy. His whole fucking job is to inform the public. That's his job. Not the president, but this fucking reporter. His job is to inform the, the, the public. And he could ask a question that would be relative that would, you know, inform people, but instead he doesn't. He goes for this. I wouldn't be surprised like, if he turned around, like, you know, Trump turned around and was like, uh, when this is over, I want you to rip that fucking press pass right off his stupid face. <laughs> rip, fucking rip it from around his neck. Do it. Do it. Seriously, because a bunch of people apply for those things, right? And only a certain few get in. Yeah. Why do they keep letting these people in? Do they don't they screen the questions beforehand or something? Like don't they ask them like, oh, what are you going to no, ask about?" Nothing like that. It's just the press corps. I mean, he can certainly uninvite people. He did that to fucking CNN's idiot, cheap resident idiot, whatever his name is. Yeah, well, he bitched enough that he got it back. <laughs> I think there was some kind of like talk behind the scenes like, "All right, I'm going to give you this back if you're nice." It's like a child, right? Because he behaves like a child. Right. He behaves no. like that. You're going to sit in the back and you're going to have to earn my trust. No. What a wanna. I don't wanna. That's exactly the point. They're acting like children. Like, what kind of question is that? So this guy well, it's has no like... fucking integrity. This guy has zero journalistic integrity. He do- Like, this is the equivalent of your job is to investigate some people and instead of investigating you just attack that's not how it works there's there's no not only that but there's no fucking there's no end game to what this guy is doing there's literally no end game he learned he's he knows he's not gonna nothing no information is gonna be gleaned from from i mean just look at the look at the bar judiciary committee meeting same thing. Only he would sit there and be like, with a confused look on his face, like, do, do I get to respond to any of this? You're just going to fucking talk at me all day. It's literally, there's no point. And, you know, that's a good point. That's what these Democratic hearings have been on all these fucking things. It's just nothing is, nothing is being reached. No fucking conclusion is being made. And that's the point, right? Like, the point is they don't have to. Hey, guess what? We don't have to worry about this shit. We, they don't want answers. They want to just make accusations and say shit. And that's who you should be aware of. You should be aware of anyone that doesn't want to get to the truth. You, if you watch one of these hearings and you think, yeah, these Democrats, uh, Congress people are definitely trying to get to the truth. What? They didn't even let the guy talk. 
It's just accusations. And fucking, how long can I sit here and accuse somebody of something? Yeah. It's just trying to get clips that get shown on news outlets. That's all it is. It's kind of the circuit. It's just lies built on lies, you know? Now that the lie has been told enough times, he's a liar. Now they just act as if that's the assumption, right? Like it's just accepted. Then then they can ask these stupid fucking questions about how he feels about all the lies. And then when he doesn't react as if he's lying, they say he's an even bigger liar. The lies. It's insane. It's a fucking feedback loop for these people. It's, it's fucking crazy that this is allowed to happen. And it doesn't well, matter. Well, I mean, I shouldn't say that it's allowed aisle. to happen. Sure, people should be allowed to be assholes. It doesn't matter but, what side of the aisle a person's on. The behavior is what you're looking for. Not not which side they represent, not the way they talk, but the things like the things that they say, the behavior that they have. It's not about, oh, this guy's narcissistic. Everybody's narcissistic. All right. Everybody has varying degrees of narcissism narcissism. Uh the problem is when people are blatantly clear that they're not out to find out the truth. And if you think that just watch the bar hearing. If you think that was a situation where these people are looking for the truth, what are you smoking? I don't know if there's help for you at that point. I, I, I don't understand. From what I understand, it was uh, pretty embarrassing all around. Even people in like other countries were like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> like, is this American politics? Because apparently that was shown pretty worldwide. I mean, they all say the same thing. You can tell they've been coached. Like I've, they're just sitting there reclaiming my time, reclaiming my, there's clips of it, reclaiming my time. They didn't want him to speak. And that's not what you do when you're trying to seek the answers. If you're trying to seek answers, you're not going to sit there and just not fucking let someone speak. Imagine, imagine you have a child or a family member and you want to know, you know, the truth behind what they're fucking doing. Like what they did. Did they steal something? You're not just going to accuse them of stealing something and then not ask questions. Anybody that's ever had a kid or seen somebody that had a kid or, or, and here's the kicker, anybody that's ever been a kid, that's all of us, knows that you have to let people talk to fucking get the answers. Right. If you just ask a question or assert a claim... And then just fucking ignore their answers. Or or worse yet, purposefully obscure their answers. Like, oh, what do you have to say to this? Well, I disagree with the premise. I mean, what watch the fucking woman that freaks out. She makes all these claims and he's like, I disagree with the premise of what you mean by protester, peaceful protester. And she just flips out. Yeah. I'm losing my temper. Grow the fuck up. This woman's like 50, 60 years old or some shit. Grow the fuck up. It's really embarrassing. <laughs> like this is what we're this is what we're putting on TV. Like this is our this isn't Listen, a I fucking drama it. show. This isn't fiction. This I is real it. fucking life and the whole world saw us acting like assholes. This is not a left versus right situation, by the way. No, this they, is a the government sucks situation. 
yeah, this is they're shitty people, and that's what we're trying to determine. It has nothing to do with whose team is who. I mean, I will say that you never saw this kind of shit with Obama. You know, they did it the opposite. They purposefully concealed a bunch of shit, spun things the other way. But even even in the midst of all that, with all this fucking shady shit going on, the right was never like bitching and moaning, protesting. All this shit is always like still, even when the shoe's on the other foot, the right was acting more mature about it. Like, hey, we disagree. Why doesn't anyone well, I talk know, about this? I wasn't paying attention, but I mean... Well, I mean, so far, even I if you're not paying that. attention, you know the difference between the Obama era and what's happening now. Just from the well, shit you see. What I what I have seen is when they had the impeachment hearings and I could see the difference between what questions were being asked on either side there. And again, the left was making accusations and not really seeking answers. They'd bring in people that were agreeing with them. It was It was kind of a weird situation where they'd bring somebody in that would basically agree with them and then the right would attack that person and uh, ask about things that were, you know, something where you expect to get an answer and no answers were given. And then when the, the left would ask their questions and it would, they basically get the exact answers they wanted. And then they'd bring in a new witness that was like, not necessarily on their side who would kind of contradict the other guy. And I, it was really strange to see like i i don't know it's it's a very odd thing to see adult people act like that very yeah, it's odd it's like a it's like a fucking game i remember even my 11th grade government course one thing we had to do was go to a local like town hall meeting and it was the same bullshit like they're like, okay, we're gonna we're we're gonna open up for public discussion and questions now. Uh, okay, you, just this regular guy, could have been me, you know, but it, it was just some dude. He, he wasn't involved or anything. But apparently, he goes to town hall meetings and he's like, oh uh, yeah, I remember a couple months ago we were talking about this one thing. I don't remember what it was. We were talking about this one thing, and uh, we were all universally in you know, not supporting this. We didn't want this to happen. And then it turns out you went and passed it anyway. What's up with that? And they're like, okay, thank you for your question. Next. Next. (laughs) What the fuck are you talking about, man? You have some, some measure of fucking accountability here. Like, no, that's just completely ignored across the board. And you know, this goes back to what we were originally talking about with this fucking bullshit where people are just giving government so much fucking power. Stop. They do not know what to do with it. They yeah, will. Well, that, that brings us back to our video game example. You know, people are like, it's gambling. You're predatory practices. It's like no one is fucking forcing anyone to buy anything. Forcing anyone. These are just and, so, and then they were like, we're, we're going to complain. We're going to bring everything. the government into it. And what did we say? You're just going to fuck things up. You're, this is the solution is not you're going to get a bunch of shit for free. That is not how this story ends. And now, sure enough, well, you can't use uh, our fucking services anymore as a credit card company because uh, video games are gambling. What? It's not though. They're video games. Like you're the one who fucking said this shit was gambling, and here we are, the end game. And all the people out there are just being quiet, thinking it's not going to be an issue. It will be an issue. Listen, 
everybody always talks about the vocal minority this the vocal minority that i've heard it my whole fucking life well it's why like pure democracies don't work i've played world of warcraft my entire fucking life and watched as the complete the entire player base would say shit like it's just a vocal minority and then i've watched as the fucking developers 100 fucking percent always appeased the vocal minority every single time and what happens the vocal minority bitches it gets changed and then a new vocal minority is made and why is it that's because the majority of people don't bother okay it's the same reason you see more negative reviews than positive reviews about shit yeah if something's good people don't talk about it they're it's not a problem they just enjoy it if something's bad people bitch for them personally and most people don't complain why because it's exhausting it's fucking exhausting to complain about something that you probably don't really fucking want to complain about in the first place. You just, I just, I want to log a lot of people just want to log into their video game and have a good fucking time. That's all they want to do. And then now they got to fucking, they have these problems and a lot of people. Okay. Again, many people, I'm going to start talking like the guy. Apparently. I mean, I've seen a lot of people that deal with like uh, body language and the way that, the language is, is carried and talk about how the way that he's talking is some kind of uh, way that always keeps people's attention and shit and repeating a word. Like the left looks at Trump and goes, hey, he repeats words a lot because he's senile and dumb and shit. And it's like, it's not. Yeah. Look- but then the thing you have these fucking people over here that are language experts talking about how repeating simple things over and over keeps it in people's minds well it's not and only that but like the about, average person only has like what 150 200 words in their vocabulary at any given time everyone repeats words if you listen to them long enough i'm sure if you've listened to this podcast for several episodes you'll notice that all of us kind of say the same words over and over again like not the same content necessarily but like the phrases we use kind of get mean, repeated like specifically repeat something and drive it in that's the idea there is he's drilling it into their into the brain, okay? Th- that's the purpose. He's drilling it into people's brain. And you can think what you want about it, but that's that's a Well, there's also evidence of that when you look at news anchors, like a well, lot of a lot of the most famous that. news anchors have like some kind of weird not necessarily a speech impediment, but like, you know, a defining way that they say things like or uh, look at lester holt with his weird like how his mouth kind of opens to the side and shit it's it's like little things like that that you know people subconsciously pay attention to so they pick news anchors preferably based on shit like that at least the famous ones all of them are kind of interesting looking i mean sam donaldson looked like fucking spock (laughs) you know what i mean like so it's a thing I'm going to say one phrase and I guarantee you every, at least the majority of people listening, all three of them and Monty and you will recognize it when I say it. Okay. I'm going to say it. Apply directly to the forehead. Yeah. Ever heard of that commercial? Yeah. And why is that that you remember that? Because Because they they repeated commercial over and over. Palm (laughs) of hand apply directly to the forehead palm of hand 
applied the directly whole to the forehead. Is applied, that's the only fucking thing they say in the whole commercial. Apply directly to the forehead. Now, why would they do that? Because it works. <laughs> okay. Yeah. It's how our human brains work. That's why infomercials say the fucking phone number like 80 times. 80 times. They want you to remember it. Call 1-800-blah-blah-blah-blah-blah-blah. That's 1-800-blah-blah-blah-blah-blah-blah. Yeah, it's 1-800-blah-blah-blah-blah-blah-blah. They'll do that multiple times throughout the whole thing. Four or five times. Like, it's silly. In a row. Maybe that should be my new Twitch name. Apply directly to the forehead. (laughs) (laughs) Head on. Apply directly to the forehead. Head on. Apply directly to the forehead. I'm going to fucking kill myself by applying a gun directly to my forehead. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, yeah, it's nausea inducing and some people like you and me will be like, I'm never buying that shit ever out of spite, but we remember the fucking shit. We remember it. And most people aren't like we are where they're like, eh, I'm bothered by it. Contrarians or the more that someone tells you to do something, the less you want to do it because fuck them. Most people are the opposite, I guess. I don't know. Seems crazy to me, but it's just the way it is, man. That's the reality. So that's that's what's happening in real life. In the last two weeks. Ridiculous politics. Dungeons and Dragons. Dungeons and Dragons. And Call of Duty. That's pretty much it. I mean, there hasn't been a whole lot of new games. Shadowlands is coming out. It's on the uh, PTR beta server. On the PTR, yeah. I'm excited for that. I think it's going to be good. I stopped paying attention. I... (laughs) Like a month or two ago, there was a couple of videos talking about some terrible decision Blizzard made, and I was like, oh, God. I don't care. I only care about the tower. And so far, the tower's fine. And that's all I care about, because that's all I'm going to do. All right. Well, that's the end of that, then. (laughs) I was hoping you had heard about some kind of stupid fucking decision they had made, but... Listen, I'm a story guy. I play World of Warcraft expansions, and I'll probably play every single one of them because I like the story. I think it's good. I'm interested in it. I'm really hyped up to see where it goes after Shadowlands. Uh, yeah, I, who who is this king guy? You know, that's cool. I'm interested in that. You know, where does he come from? He, you know, he's supposed to supposedly been there before the Titans, so. You know, what does that mean? I I don't know. So there's some really cool shit there that seems really interesting. Maybe he's a Titan himself. Just because he was there before the Titans doesn't mean he's not a Titan. So, yeah, and he kind of has that appearance to him when you look at the model that they showed off. But um, I'm really interested in the story. I, I The game is good. I like to play multiple characters. They're, they're going to scr- crunch the the... They're doing a thing that I really like, and that is not the level crunch necessarily, but the making it to where you can level a character all the way to ma- to ready for Shadowlands level in one expansion. That's yeah. cool to me. 
because one of the worst things about leveling an alt, and I love leveling alts because I like playing multiple classes. One of the worst things about leveling an alt is you got to go through the same shit over and over multiple times. There's no fun to that. I mean, you're talking to a guy who has multiple max level classes of the same class type just because. My friends play a class, and I'm like, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll level with you. Yeah, let's do it. And then I'm like, well, I guess I'm, I'll just, you know, whatever's thematic, you know. I'm, well, I'm you end big, up just dungeon leveling most of the time, which is, I mean, isn't I'm bad. I'm a fan of different races in the game. Like, I, I think that's cool. I enjoy playing a Void Elf more than I enjoy playing a human, for example. Yeah. Until you get to the end game and everyone wishes they were a fucking human for the rep bonus. Because that's the worst part. I, I mean, I haven't heard anything about reputation grinds at the end, but I fucking hope they tone that down a little bit. Because Jesus Christ, that's annoying. Agree? Well, I mean... <laughs> I mean... It depends, I guess. I don't mind burning crusade rep grinds because I remember grinding out the dragon mount in burning crusade. Um, and the reason why uh, it wasn't a problem for me, and I'm, I'm typically the kind of guy that doesn't like grinding at all. I hate monotonous, tedious shit. Repetitive, monotonous, tedious shit. I hate it. Uh, but the Burning Crusade rep grind was not a problem for me. And I think a lot of that had to do with um, after you did your dailies, you could fly around looking for eggs. And they were rare, but when you found them, oh boy, were they good. There was a lot of, lot of reputation gain, and it felt good when you found one. Nowadays, you can get that reputation like nothing. And that that's the point, right, is that the reason why that reputation is so the grind is so superior is because at the time it's not something where you're going to be finishing it in a couple days unless you're super dedicated and even then it's still going to take a few days but the average player can jump on do their dailies fly around look for some eggs maybe find one or two be excited about it turn it in and go do whatever the fuck they were going to do regularly but then you come back to it at a later point when the content isn't relevant anymore and you just want the fucking mount and you can literally just fly around and pick up just the eggs and there's nobody there. So you find all the fucking eggs and you're done. <laughs> like it's literally the perfect system. Now they got this retarded shit where they're like, oh yeah, it's a reputation grind, but you're limited to how much you can get per day. Well, that's not a reputation and that's fucking lame because you know, well, they talk about they've talked for the longest time about this idea of they don't want you to feel like you have to log in and do everything every day. They don't want people to feel like they have to log in and do their raid. That was the whole thing with Raid Finder, why they didn't want to give Raid Finder good fucking rewards for people that are already raiding. They didn't want it to be where a, a person that does mythic raiding feels like they have to log in and do Raid Finder just to get some shit or whatever. So so they have that mentality, but then they don't <laughs> like, Oh, I mean, look at, you want people to play your game, but then you're going to time gate them 
You're going to limit how much reputation per day they can get? So what are they going to do? Let's say they like the game enough to where they want to keep playing and there's nothing for them to do. You're going to start a new character. But then they made the alt system fucking terrible because you needed all this other shit to have a viable character. You want to do the same shit. You're talking about how you needed to you'd get max level and now you got to grind out all this shit for your next character. There's no catch-up systems. Certain things should definitely be account-wide and I don't know why they're not. Like... Azerite power, for example, should be account wide, and it's like, like a fucking Alzheimer's patient. They just don't get it. And, and I tell you, you know, a lot of times we sit here and we're like, well, they, that's because they don't want the the reality is that they want you to keep playing the game. Forever. Yeah, but see, that, the thing is, is I want to keep they, playing the game, but I want to do. Dungeons on different characters. I want to do the end game content with multiple characters. I don't want to fucking have this fucking really powerful demon hunter that I've been leveling up and getting gear for and then be like, all right, let me do something different and have to spend a fucking month grinding shit out so I can tank the same dungeons I'm already fucking doing on my demon hunter. Exactly. Well, not only that, but for a company that wants you to fucking sit there playing the game for extended periods of time and and constantly like they do the limitation like they limit you on how much shit you can get done in a fucking day so it's like it's almost like they're incentivizing me to not fucking play plus i mean you wouldn't really feel so bored i think if you didn't have to worry about um what is that shit called your Azerite powers. If you could fucking just switch on the fly, have two sets of Azerite powers on your gear. Mm. I mean, and you didn't have to pay to fucking change them and you didn't need to have a fucking second set of gear. I think that would keep people playing on one character a lot longer. So between the two of those things, like you encourage people to keep playing on their actual character, make it easier to switch specs. And then also make it easier for your alts to catch up. I mean, problem solved. You're right. It's not so much of the the reputation grind that's bad. The first part is what you said. I think the second part is there's not enough incremental rewards for doing that. Like you could sit there and do the new reputation. I mean, how long was I sitting there doing? Uh, what the fuck is the name of that place? Ramkahen and Pendaria. How long mm-hmm. did I go back and forth every single day doing each of those and getting all the reputation I could? Two months. I'm, I still never completed. I'm still not exalted with them. Between revered and exalted, there's fucking nothing. You get nothing. They really should have it, you know, where, where they give you an incremental reward or something every day that's worth it. Random roll at some chest that gives you a man. I don't fucking care, really. It's just log it in to do an hour of fucking the same content you've been doing to to get nothing. And I, you know what? I don't even know why I was doing it. At the end of the day, there's nothing I really wanted. It's just, well, I got nothing else to do. And I want to play my Demon Hunter. Yeah, it's about, it's just the same reason why you would log on to Destiny. Because you'd want to fucking do shit. Because you want to play the game. But the game developer's like, nah, fuck you, dude. Do it our way. Don't have fun with our game. You know, don't sit here and try to have fun you know, playing our game. Fuck that. You play it the way we want you to play it. Like, really? 
Yeah. And I mean, I, I, they're almost there, I think, with the Mythic Dungeon system. I mean, they're infinitely repeatable. You get gear. Oh, there's like a what? A 60% chance you'll get gear at the end. But the, the problem is you don't get gear for every boss you kill. You get one fucking chest at the end. And it might not be a good piece. But then on top of that, instead of having like this whole loot pool or being able to target anything, like let's say you're going into uh, the one with all the lizard people, right? Because I know that one because there's actually a uh, a sword there. Seth no, so, yeah, so n- not all of the dungeons drop a weapon. So if I want a weapon, I got to go into Mythic and be like, okay, well, you take this one off the list and this one off the list. All right, so that leaves three dungeons that I would actually get something I need. So now that limits your fucking options. Now you got to find a group specifically for that. You got to find a group that's within the range of, you know, whatever mythic level you're capable of doing. And that's still heavily based on what the affixes are that week. I mean, it's possible that you've done a mythic 15 before, but because you got shitty affixes this week, you got to go and the max you could do is 10. So some, you might get a week that goes by and it's like, man, I can't even do fucking mythics because... I like, even though I, sh- I should be getting gear from a mythic 15, I fucking can't because we're stuck doing a mythic 10 this week. Mm. So yeah, it's good that it's repeatable. It's good that you, you know, it's not necessarily guaranteed, but it's pretty close to guaranteed that if you keep doing them, you'll get gear that you need. And I think the, uh, <clears throat> the tower might be a solution to that, except <laughs> you can't get gear upgrades unless you pay for it. If you want cosmetic shit and you want to practice, sure, do it as many times as you want. You want anything meaningful, though? Go fuck yourself. It's going to be this whole thing that they got now with the corruption system where you have to do dailies and rep grinds to get little pieces of currency, and then you turn that currency in for a key to get into the fucking tower. And if you fuck it up, too bad. You just lost your fucking entry fee. It's like, good God. Can can we just let us do the fun things? Yeah. Let people. Games are about fun. And all these developers, like, trying to create challenges. I blame the fucking player bases. They're so fucking weak. Weak, pathetic little fucking bitches. You know what we did? We came up with fucking ways to make challenges. We challenged ourselves in games. All right? We took video games. We were like, oh, this is too easy. Uh, Let's do a challenge. And then we posted on a forum, like, here's my challenge idea. Like the Iron Man challenge. That didn't come from a game developer. The Iron Man challenge came from the player base going, yeah, okay, you play World of Warcraft, but you can only use white items. You can't use blues and greens and, and epics. The Iron Man challenge. And when you die, it's a permadeath. You delete the character. That's the Iron Man challenge. I mean, there's all sorts of different layers to that now, but Jesus Christ. They got their loops all wrong. They got their fucking gameplay loops just all wrong. I mean, it's crazy. They they have a game that people want to play, clearly, that they're paying. They're paying for the game, all the expansions, and the subscription, and probably some cosmetic shit, too, they're spending real money on. Someone like me. And if I were to go back, all I would really have to do is Mythics, and I would have to do the same fucking three dungeons over and over, hope that I get good affixes, and hope that I get a good drop at the end. And then once I get that, then what? You know, I, I get that it's kind of like the whole problem with an MMO is they never really want you to reach the end because once you reach the end, you're, you're, you're done. But I mean, look at Call of Duty. I'm really just sitting here 
shooting people with an FAL for the millionth time so I can get a fucking skin. Do I really need the skin? No, but at least it's given me something. Something, just a little tidbit to keep me going on a game I already want to play, mind you. And if World of Warcraft just did something like that, that'd be cool. But even with like old trans mods and shit, I, I think, you know, Invincible would look really cool with my Demon Hunter. Imagine but, <laughs> if you were limited on how much progress you can make to unlocking that skin every day. Yeah. That's the retardation of MMOs. So at least it gives me something to do. To be a badass. Is that so much to ask? I just want to have my obsidian skin on this gun so I can kill people and they'll watch the kill cam and be like, what a no-life nerd this guy is. He's got obsidian. I just want my phone call. Actually, it's even simpler than that. I'm just very surprised that like you can't just pick a solid color for every gun. They got all these fucking camos and you can't just go in there and be like white, black, orange, silver. You got to do a lot of shit just to be able to get a platinum skin. Sleever. You got to do even more than that to get obsidian, which is just fancy black. Really? Yeah, man, I get it. And no one's really going to care, but me, but that's what I'm saying. Like they got to find a better balance of letting people play because they want to play and giving like little things just to keep people moving along, give little goals and shit. It doesn't have to even be challenging. Like this isn't challenging. It's just time consuming. Well, that's like the whole thing with, um, it's like the whole thing with, uh, what you call it with, with the tower, you know, they added the tower and then, People are like, this is great. We're having a great time. And then Blizzard's like, well, let's make it not great. (laughs) It's almost like they heard people are enjoying this. Fuck. You get the sensation sometimes that like Blizzard doesn't want to make. Maybe maybe it's a Kojima thing. Maybe nobody at Blizzard wants to work on WoW anymore. But fucking the, the people at the top are like, this makes too much money. So keep doing it. They must have like, a, they must have an idea in their head of what where like where most people want to be at the end of the expansion. And it seems to me that when they're like, all right, what should the average player have at the end of an expansion? A character at max level, decently high gear, not perfectly optimal, but you know, I'm talking about just the development team. Seems but that, like but don't I don't I don't agree with. Anymore. I don't agree with that. I think like the end goal should be like some people like us, right. Who play probably more than average should be able to have a pretty decent gear. Maybe not optimal for multiple high level characters, maximum end game characters. <laughs> I just think they should be giving you more. They should make like, I know a lot of people disagree with that. Like fucking Asmongold, They think it's too easy to get gear. It's like, yeah, but it's all garbage, <laughs> you know? Give us more meaningful gear. Give it to us more often. Let us switch specs on the fly. And let us have multiple characters all at around the same level without having to go through the whole thing. And, like, even if they did that, even if they made, you know, um, good gear way more plentiful, people want to keep playing. We'll still keep playing because why would you not? If you like the game, why would you not have a bunch of different characters all able to do mythics, raids if you want, whatever. 
seems like that should be the end point when a new expansion comes out. Like five or six characters at max level with pretty decent gear. Mm. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm just a fucking idiot, but I just don't see the point. If you have you have people that are total no lifers who that that's the only way you can get the majority of shit that you care to get. I mean, some people might not even care to play another character in which case, you know, there could be plenty of cosmetics and shit to unlock. I mean, it's just crazy to me that for a company like world or a company like blizzard who has a game like world of Warcraft and all the money they pull in from that, like this is really the best they can do. There should be a fucking cosmetics out the wazoo. The only reason there's so many in the game currently is because the game's fucking 16 years old or whatever. Need more new shit and not in the fucking real money store. Anyway, I got to uh, pee. Oh, okay. Bye. So talk and don't let it go to dead air, please. 60 seconds and go. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I thought we were going to stay here and actually let it be dead air the whole time. Yeah, hilarious. He listens oh, wow. back to it, by the way. So this is your opportunity to say something to him. Uh, I got nothing. Wow, not even like, hey, I like you as a person. No. So you're saying you don't like him? No, I'm just not saying anything. It's a difference. I'm not Donald Trump. You can't judge me like that. You can't judge me like that. Now, a serious question, though. <clears throat> yeah. Um, do you think it's okay that you hate Night Terror? What? <laughs> uh, next question. Next question. <laughs> Don't talk to me about hatred. Uh, I don't know. I think uh, I, I envy you, Monty. I know you, I know you don't like us bringing it up, but I envy you if you ever do play World of Warcraft. I can I can only imagine what it would be like to be somebody coming into this game. Oh yeah, me too. Fifteen years. <laughs> Fuck off. Not all I can do is imagine. Like, after like fifteen years of the game existing, um. And all this content like it's in the been game. more than 15 years, right? It's something around. It's like 15 to 20 in between there. A number in between other. I thought World of Warcraft came out in like 2008 or some shit like 2004. that. 2004. Oh, shit. That's a year I graduated high school. Yeah. I was so, playing. Yeah, that's almost 20 years. I was playing it when I was 17 and it came out. Yep. Or no, 16 years. Sorry. I played it the year it came out. And then I left for college and I'm like, I'm never going to play World of Warcraft again. I was sold my account and then bought a new account. The day the game dropped, I rolled on Arthas server and the server wasn't up. So we rolled on Lothar and I made a character named Armathon to just fuck around while we waited. And then when the server came up after playing for like 10 levels, Server came up and we jumped over to our main server where we all played Night Elves. I know. Lame. And uh, I played a Druid. I was going to play a Hunter originally, 
that I played a druid because I was in the beta and I liked the hunter, even though it was the class that wasn't finished yet um, in the beta. They didn't have a talent system. But uh, <clears throat> we both ended up playing druids. Don't know why. I just, we just did. And then. So you can rule uh, the fucking world and never die. After uh, we got to level 30, which is. I mean, that's halfway, you know, so we were doing pretty good. Well, and then, I mean, we were level 30 and then my friend Juan, Ghost Hawk, had to go visit family in Tijuana. Yeah, Juana. So he went to Tijuana for a month and I'm not a dick bag, so I didn't play my character. I don't remember what I did. I don't remember if I played an alt character. I may have played an alt character, like fucked around some with like a warlock, like an undead warlock and all these other things. Uh, but for the most part, um, I just waited around. And when he got back, our friend that we played uh, Warcraft with, Matt, uh, had got done with his basic training and was... Uh, Oh, sorry, not basically. No, he was he was finishing. He had just graduated high school, and uh, he was gonna go to basic training, but he had some time before that, like a few months. So we played uh, we played World of Warcraft, and we all went to a different server, Stormscale, and me and me and Ghosthawk both made paladins, and then. Uh, he made a war. He, sorry, he made a, a rogue. Matt made a rogue, and we played that shit. And then I got the level forty, and Blizzard made paladins healers, and I said, "I ain't no bitch." <laughs> and so I rerolled a warrior, and uh, got a level sixty in a couple months. Ghost Hawk gave us some, gave me some cool weapons and shit as I leveled up. Some Boes that he would get, like the demons. What's it called? Demon Blade or something like that? Shit like that. Uh, and that helped a lot. And then Matt re-rolled a warrior, and as soon as I hit level 60, they were putting together a Molten Core group. Uh, Pug, we did a pickup group, Molten Core. Yikes. 40 people pick up on our server. That That's, you know, I'm going to tell you now, that's, that's impressive. <laughs> that's impressive. And it worked. We went, we cleared fucking Blackwing Lair with that group. Because he had to lay it's down great. the law, right? You were just the authoritarian raid leader. Well, I was All right, crazy. everyone's muted. Shut the fuck up. I was just off tank back then. I didn't do any raid leading. We had this guy with us that tried to convince us that he should get Thunder Fury. He was the raid leader. He was a douchebag. He was a paladin. I think you might have told this story before. Yeah. We wanted Thunder Fury for healing. He thought he was going to be a tank, so he called himself Sponge. What a fucking loser. Little benounce to him and all the other idiots out there, Blizzard already had their idea of who was going to be what. Oh, is that it? I thought there was a story coming. I mean, I've already told the story. Oh. Well, a couple of my friends started playing in high school. And I was reluctant at first. I never paid a subscription for anything. 
only had a little part-time job didn't think i could swing it so i got guild wars the original and uh never made it to max level eventually you know i played guild wars with one other person and he was never online so i was like well i want to go play with my friends so i started a rogue could not make it out of the starter zone like rogues were so fucking bad at soloing shit back then i might have made it out of the, the starter zone but it was yeah night elf i couldn't make it off the uh Yeah. So I asked my uh, level 40 friend to come and help me out. And I saw him just fucking throwing fireballs at these things. And I'm like, I want to do that. I switched to a mage. I want that thing. Yeah. So I switched to a mage, worked my way up to 60 and then never really rated. I never really had the time to commit to doing that. So I sold my account. I started again in college, got the battle chest with, uh, you know, Burning Crusade and all that. And I played that basically up until the point where you do dailies and stuff. I didn't really do any of the rep grinds or anything. That's still the account I have today. And then Wrath came out. My God, that was probably my first time playing an expansion on launch. And what a shit show. What a shit show. Just everyone waiting for fucking repops. No one being civil about it. First come, first serve. Hope you're close to the server. And that's pretty much it. The rest is history. I skipped Pandaria for the most part. I raided a little bit in uh, Cataclysm. What else was there? Cataclysm. I mean... Vanilla, Burning Crusade... Oh, yeah, I skipped that one completely. I liked Warlords, man. That's when they added in their in-game custom cinematics that looked really good. The the game started getting way better in terms of storytelling. I mean, I came back for that when I started playing with you. And that was during the pre-patch for Legion. And we gave... (laughs) <laughs> we played probably 80% of Legion. I think we skipped the I think we skipped 8.1. Came back for 8.2 or 7.1, whatever. And that's about it. We gave BFA its fair shake. Came back to that for a little bit. Monty didn't want to play with us. You kind of started doing your own thing. And now here we are waiting for Shadowlands. The end. The end. So, anything you want to... that's where babies come from. Any other gaming news? Anything you think we should talk about? Or just about a two hours? Well, I got Cyberpunk in November. That's going to be cool. Yeah. How, ma- how many podcasts have you said that? Cyberpunk in X? <laughs> that's going to be cool. Hey, if they stuck <laughs> to their original timeline, I think it would have been out by now, right? Yeah. It was, it I don't mind them already. delaying it. I'd rather have a good game. I still have not uh, pre-ordered it. I'm still oh, yeah, me neither. Well, I haven't pre-ordered it either. There's no incentive to. Like, you could pre-order no the reason. day before yeah. and get all the same benefits as if you pre-ordered pre-order it. Pre-order is not about what it used to be anymore. It used to be about, uh, you know, getting access to something in case there wouldn't be a copy available at your local store. But that's not an issue anymore. It's almost redundant at this point. Now it's just a way for developers to, like, 
try and sell their shit to you uh, to get an idea for how many people's going to buy the game. Um, it's a great so, ploy, too, because they're like, you can get this awesome weapon and this armor and this item and this other thing, and you have no idea what it is because you haven't played the game yet. And then you get it and gives you a marginal boost at the very beginning and then immediately becomes useless right after that. Like, oh, that was cool, I guess. But hey, you got me to pre-order the game a day early, so. True. The only reason to pre-order is so you can pre-install. Pretty much. Every now and then they'll give you some digital shit, but it's digital shit. Art book, soundtrack. Well, if that's all you got to say, that's that's all I got. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure there's shit we could talk about, but uh, I don't know. Call of Duty sucks. I'll say that. Eh. What game are you playing right now? It's a love-hate relationship. Call of Duty. Yeah. Mm. Oh, I get you. I mean, I don't think we can really say anything about Call of Duty that we haven't already said. <laughs> it's pretty trash I, the only reason why I'm playing it I'm trying to get to level 31 so I feel like I at least you know have earned to some degree I, I don't want to waste my points that I use to unlock the the battle pass Look, the game is you good know. the community sucks it's not good <laughs> it's decent it's like destiny the gunplay is good that's it there's too many shitty systems in place that the developers keep. De- like they have all these modes. I feel you know, like you have these fucking game developers that are just like, oh, we don't want to call it capture the flag because that's lame. It's like point control or something. Like just shut the fuck up. It's capture the flag, okay? I, I'm like, yeah, you know, all these modes that I you gotta like. What does this mean? Domination. What does that mean? Oh, well, it's uh, it's point control. It's it's taken a lot of games call it domination though. Yeah, well, yes, lately, but it it was originally like a form of King of the Hill that became like multiple. Like, how can we make King of the Hill better? Have multiple hills. All right, cool. I, I mean, I don't know. I just you don't even see King of the Hill anymore, man. What happened? It's such a called good game hard point. Mode. Is it really in this game? Hard point. What does that even mean? King of the Hill makes sense. The, the the phrases our generation came up with on the internet make sense. King of the Hill. It's self-explanatory. I don't have to describe to you what that means. Anybody that's not an idiot knows that there's a hill and you're king of it and you got to keep your crown by standing on top of it and killing everybody that tries to climb it. Simple concept. Hard point. What? <laughs> what does that mean? the tip of, I'm describing the tip of my dick <laughs> I don't understand what that's supposed to mean or why I, I really don't get it well, you why they now, have to I just that. told you well I just don't know why they have to do that is what I'm saying like it's it seems unnecessary unnecessary it's trademarked or something who knows you can't trademark shit like that I don't know Bungie used to 
kind of own Halo. That's where it started, right? King of the Hill. I think it started in like Quake. Or not Quake, but yes. uh, Unreal Tournament. Well, whatever. One of those games. Probably. I don't know who started it specifically. I know it was in Quake. Well, King of the Hill was the name of just an, a real life game where you would beat the shit out of your friends when they tried to come up on your hill. I don't know if that's true. Yeah. <laughs> it's an actual I game. Never heard of that. <laughs> there used to be a literal hill and people would have to like take the flag from the hill and you'd have to keep them from taking the flag off your hill. Look it up. You look it up. God, someone keeps calling in personal radars. Hell yeah. I'm level 28 on the battle pass. Two away. Level one hundy. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> you should have heard all the bad things Monty was saying about you when you left, by the way. Totally yeah, true. I know. He asked me uh why do I hate night terror so much? Or uh, how do I feel I about hating you. night terror? Asked you, are you okay with how you with hating night terror? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you know, I, I think said, I yeah. am. I think I am okay do with you, it. Do you think it's okay that you hate night terror? No. Wait. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Shit. And you know what? The left can't even be fucking generous and say like, at least Trump didn't fall into a trap. Because that's what it was. It was a trap question. Yeah. I mean, the question was designed is designed to either make you go no which makes people go, ha he's an idiot or, or something like that. Or, or to stumble on it and be like, you ask Joe Biden that shit. I want to see a reporter ask Joe Biden that shit. Same reporter. Ask Joe Biden that shit. Watch Joe Biden. All right. How do you feel about the fact that it's kind of weird and you've kind of been doing it for two, 300 years now? It's just a baseless accusation. You know, that reporter can be sued by Trump. And he'll probably, listen, here's the thing. I don't think people realize this. Trump's going to sue a lot of people when he's not president. (laughs) Like, how many many times has Trump been sued since he became president? Haven't, like, Congress tried to sue him and shit? I don't know. Ridiculous. The only problem with lawsuits is that you can kind of cheese it and just try to tie people up in court for a long time. Um, but defamation is a real fucking thing, man. You can't just, you can't just fucking claim that people lie without evidence. And people will be like, yeah, but there's evidence. What evidence? I mean, who doesn't lie? This fucking, this is, and I mean, again, this is why I vote knows. for Trump. I'm telling you right now, you pieces of shit. This is why I vote for Trump every time and we'll do it every time i'll vote for him a fourth fifth sixth time if he lives forever i don't give a fuck just to piss you off because i can't stand you fucking people the same people that like these fucking you know i can't stand the most of these fucking piece of shit people at the top that just sit here and act like they don't fuck or say fuck i can't stand that shit anytime somebody gets caught fucking they're like 
Oh my God, I can't believe she pulled her titties out in front of somebody in private. I can't, she's such a whore. Oh my God, he's such a terrible man. He was caught fucking somebody. Like, it's Actually, the same people that, like, when Dr. Disrespect cheated on his wife. And all these fucking losers came out and were like, oh, my God, I can't respect him anymore. Like, what the fuck does this have to do with you, you fucking loser? Shut the fuck up and mind your business. I'm so sick of this shit of these people that act like they these same motherfuckers. And it's always the same. You get these like fucking femtard ally dudes that are always getting busted doing like fucking dur- like, oh, look at this. One of these. How many fucking times is one of these? ally these these fucking personalities these public personality people that are allies to fucking uh feminist groups and like they're out here exclaiming i'm an ally to feminism and then they get caught grooming somebody or some shit or just being a complete piece of shit that's like mistreating women or some shit or they raped somebody or something like, how often does that shit... It happens way too often, man. Like, way too fucking often. It's always the people that claim something that are doing the thing. Beware somebody that pretends that they don't lie, okay? Anybody that's upset that the president lies or that a politician lies, anybody that's upset at that and acts like they don't do it, beware that fucking person. Because also, you got to loosen your definition of lying. Like, think of it this way. We just told... A story about what happened on D and D last week, right? How long did it take? Like forty-five minutes to an hour. Mm-hmm. And it took us I'm probably been playing D and D for fifteen, sixteen hours total. There's going to be some omissions. There's going to be some inaccuracies. That doesn't mean we're fucking lying. God. But we forgot the most important news of the week. Ready, ready, everyone. Uh, me and Malkova got some new titties. What? Or did she? She did. I don't know how I feel about that because here's the thing. I like big tits. And I like I hope they look really good. Here's the thing. I like big tits. I I like what? I'm not a fan of fake tits. I'm not. I don't mind fake tits. There are some really good looking fake tits. Look at Karina Kova. Just Google her right now. She's got she got an increase recently. And I don't know who's in charge of her tits, but they look Pretty. Na- I mean, they don't look very natural. I mean, if I Dude, told you they're fake, you'll go, yeah, well, those definitely, those definitely look fake. Now that I know they're fake, but if I didn't tell you they were fake, you might look at those and go, "Those, they hang like real fucking tits. They don't look like the tits that you're used to from like a decade ago with some of these porn stars, where they looked obviously bolted on." Yeah. Like <laughs> um, nowadays, they're doing a pretty good fucking job, and I've seen some that look really good. Look at uh um what's her name um alexa pearl something like that look her up she had she had no tits then she got implants and they got pregnant her tits look fucking natural really fucking natural that's pretty impressive i'm i mean if her so if mia's look good that's great but i don't know for me mia's always been like um i kind of like the fact that she didn't have big ones you know yeah She's all my favorites been, always get fake tits. And is, I, I mean, I'm not surprised by it because her ass is not natural. Like, that's not her real ass. Um, you know, 
somebody like her has sold me on the idea of ass implants. You know, I don't. <laughs> you want you want a pair? Well, well no, I mean like burn. I mean like on a woman, like you know, the first round of ass implants, like Nicki Minaj's kind of implants. Nicki Minaj's implants are very obvious. Even Mia's is kind of obvious to a degree, but she didn't go crazy. You know, she didn't get some no, she massive had fucking badass to begin with. I don't know if that's true. <laughs> I, I, I call it a bubble butt. I don't. I don't think people use the term fat properly. P H A T. I don't think people use that properly. Oh, I wasn't using P H A T. Well, then it's definitely not fat. <laughs> what are you saying right now? Speaking English? Yeah, I'm literally a fat ass. Pretty simple. I think you're overthinking it. Bah. Yeah, Malkova had a small ass. She had no ass. Maybe then. Maybe I didn't fucking see her when she was twelve or whatever you're looking at right now. <laughs> well, before she got implants. Six-year-old boy. Okay, come on now. It's not a person. She's not even a boy. That's all I had. That's all I had queued up. I'm just making the point that um, I don't know. I think uh, I concur. I don't know. I was thinking about it. I, I just I think something that's appealing about her is that she has a smaller body. You know, I don't when it comes to pornography, I don't like every. What's the point of having everybody look the same, right? Homogenization yeah. isn't fun. Sometimes you're not in the mood for a big fat ass. Sometimes you're in the mood for big old titties. Sometimes you're in the mood for some bimbo looking chick. You know, it, it just all depends on what gets you going when you look at it. Uh, and and with her personally, I feel like it was a. Uh, it was a unnecessary. It definitely seems unnecessary. I mean, hopefully they look good. We'll have to wait and see. You know, hopefully she does what you're supposed to. So many women get fucking breast implants and don't like massage them properly and shit with lotion like you're supposed to for a period of time. So we'll see. I'm hopeful. Maybe it'll look really nice. Depends on how big she got them. I mean, it's not too much of a problem because she didn't really have them in the first place. But the, you know, I don't know. I think there personally, there's something a little appealing about having, you know, little. When when your body is like hers, I think you can get away with. It's kind of cute, you know. You're fine. You like a. You look at like Alexis Texas. She's the natural version of Mia, but her face isn't as pretty. I'm not oh. saying she's not pretty. I'm just saying her face isn't as pretty. Look at that one. What was her name? Uh, Leela Star. She looks mm. completely different. It's like someone body snatched the original and replaced her with yeah. someone else. Yeah, I know. I know what that. Yeah, that's uh, some of these girls just make stupid decisions and it's a shame. What's really weird to me is to see porn stars who have like retired from porn, but haven't like they're still doing porn. They're still doing like OnlyFans and shit. But they're like, yeah, I'm not going to do any. That's just going to be me now. <laughs> like, 
So it's like, it seems like such a regressive downgrade. Like, I'm not going to do, por- hey, you remember how I did pornography and got banged all the time? Not going to do that anymore. Instead, I'm going to uh, just do cam stuff. Like, I'm going to have an OnlyFans. I'm going to have a Twitch. That's it. It's like, no, it's like, I'm going to do cam stuff. Like, OnlyFans, I don't mind. Like, me and Malkova still does, like, boy-girl shit. But you have some of these g- girls that, like, regress. Like, it's supposed to be your cam model, and then now you've upgraded to porn star. That's that's how the, the order goes. <laughs> but then you have these porn stars that are just like, eh, I'm, just, I'm not going to do any porn anymore. But I'm still I'm going to go to being a cam model. It's like, lady, you're going back. What are you doing? It's supposed to escalate. You're supposed to yeah. escalate the situation. Yeah, that's anybody that knows anything knows that the smartest thing you can do is start off with being a cam model and teasing people and maybe not show your, maybe be one of these girls that teases by, you know, covering up their nipples, take off their shirt and they always cover their nipples. But then after like 20 or so videos, they finally reveal the nipple and then they start progressing more and more from there. That's how you get the most money out of dudes. 100% guaranteed. That's how you can be the most interesting. Not that I'm okay with it. I'd rather them just go from zero to a hundred. That's fun too. <laughs> but, but, but I'm just saying from right an intelligence standpoint, the smartest thing you can do is go in, in that order. Yep. Oh my God! There's a fucking big boy here. A big boy. Uh... Contact? Why is this guy in the stairwell? Fuck. Use your fucking party res, man. All right. Calling it. We've sure. reached the part where we're yelling at the video game. Well, I mean, no, there's not much we're talking, we're talking about. about. talking about porn now. <laughs> I meant to bring that up at the beginning, but I forgot. We've run out of so many topics. We're talking about porn now. Okay, I'm literally right next to you, but let me die, you fucking asshole. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm oh. the Night Terror. You can find me on twitch.tv slash the Night Terror. Unfortunately. Yeah. Unfortunately you go to YouTube. It's turning out to be a pretty good thing for the doc. We'll see. I still got to think of a new name. I guess we didn't talk about that to a degree, but the doc did come back and he's doing fucking great. Yeah, I don't think half a million viewers over that because the world knows already. <laughs> yeah, I know. There's nothing to talk about. I was just saying it for the one idiot out there that doesn't know. Look at you, Salamone. All right. You come around to the streams again, some bitch. Yeah, do it. We're waiting. Yeah. They're probably won't I'm be doing D and D this week. Again. Probably going to be a two week break. Possibly. Find Monty on Twitch, twitch.tv slash Monty4G63, and Gabbler, twitch.tv slash The Gabbler. D&D will always be Friday or Saturday nights. That's always going to be the case because that's the only time I mean, time it could be any day. You'll just have no choice but to check out my stream every single day to see what I'm okay. doing. Whole so lot of mercy. D- D&D on Wednesday. Got it. Okay. What next? <laughs> Smoke. <laughs> all right thanks for listening everyone this is electronic gaming mostly and we 
are the people who talk on mostly. electronic gaming mostly. Thanks for listening. You'll hear us next time. Sure.